Hello and welcome to the Streamcast. I'm Zagreus, and I'm joined with... Mewtwo. Who's Zagreus? Zagreus is the son of Hades, the main character of the game Hades, which we'll be talking oh, about later today. Very nice. So, like, Troy got that for me for my birthday, and I'm so excited to play it. The story looks amazing. I have not had the time, and it's really upsetting me, because the visuals are lovely. Oh, that, shout out Troy for that. That's a bot that great gift. Hey, when did he get you that? Because didn't the game just come out? It was a belated birthday gift. We take those here. How belated? <laughs> Very but be- I mean, the game just came out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's just look at the release date there. Cool. All right. Um, it was well, meant to be like a Troy appreciation <laughs> thing. <bro. laughs> don't, don't roast me. What I'm just having a bit of fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great gift. That is a great gift. And we're going to be talking all about the Game Awards 2020. So let us know on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, however you are getting through to us, which games you think will win in which categories and what your favorite game this year has been. Let's get into it. Isaac, what has been your favorite game this year? Do you know what's weird? Do you know what's mad? It's not even a AAA game. It's a game that released, I think, what, two years ago on mobile phone? It's Among Us. It's so good. (laughs) It is amazing. Like, no, because hear me out, right? We can't always meet up. So even when there wasn't a pandemic, we couldn't always meet up to play, like, games or whatever. And, like, Resistance is one of my favourite games. There's not a pandemic, you can't meet anyone, you can't be social, you're trapped inside. Um, and it does affect you, like, because you can't, you can't be as social. Um, and in Among Us, it's just a great reason to just, just get your mates together and just bullshit your way through the, the tough times. Um, and do you know what's mad? Like, bullshitting your mates, it doesn't get boring. It's always good. Always an enjoyable experience. So always social. It's great. Um, so weirdly enough, it's among us. Like it, it was Ghost of Tsushima, but like I've been really thinking about it. And as much as I love that game, it does have its flaws. And they're very minor, they're nothing massive, but it does have its flaws. And I played it wrong because I did it for like three days straight and did nothing else. And I was a little bit burnt out afterwards. It's not how you play games. Um, so that's that's on me, that bit. But it's just a testament to what a quality game it is. I, just could, I literally couldn't put it down. What about yourself? What was your game of the year? I mean, I, I want to just put some shine on what you said there. I remember that when we were streaming Ghost of Tsushima on... Uh, our YouTube streamcast and our Twitch streamcast TV. Yeah, you were just like all the time. Yeah, I'm gonna play Ghost now. I'm gonna play Ghost now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sleep. I was playing Ghost. <laughs> like, of course, that is gonna burn you out. But I think that is a sign of a truly great game that you don't want to put it down. Especially like when we're older now, we've got many more responsibilities. It's just fantastic. And Among Us. I'm not surprised because I know you. I know you very well. And in the nicest kind of way, <laughs> you are a bullshitter. 
Um, yeah, in the most friendly, professional way, you are absolutely full of it. And you love games that accentuate that. And like being full of it allow you to win or not even win, just cause chaos for your teammates or um, opponents. You just love that stuff. You thrive in chaos. And I'm not surprised in you saying Among Us is your game of the year, even though it came out two years ago. <laughs> I, d- I don't know. <laughs> I should feel attacked or feel complimented. I don't know. <laughs> but in addition, oh. it can't actually be game of the year. Like it's it's been nominated for other stuff, but it can't be game of the year. Which is why I have voted for Ghost of Tsushima. But, you know, it's good to just talk about other games that you've enjoyed this year. So, like, that's fair enough. For me, I'm thank you for asking. Um, for me, it's so difficult. Like, I've played so many great games this year. In terms of a game-to-year ratio, this is probably one of the best. Like, it's probably top two, and I don't think it's two. So, it's a bit mad. <laughs> <laughs> like, Streets of Rage 4 came out this year. Such a good game. Mm. Such a good game. Um, what, what else came out this year? Final uh, Fantasy VII. I haven't played it yet, though, have you? I haven't played it. I haven't played it. <laughs> I haven't played it. I know it's a great game. <laughs> I haven't played it. But um, Final Fantasy VII Remake is the game I've wanted the most last year. So it's ironic that I haven't played it yet. You know what I need? I need, like, a sabbatical. I need to have, like, three weeks... Just bang out Final Fantasy and come back. All right, I'm ready to do work again. I need a break. You know we're in a lockdown, right? Yeah, but I'm working. Yeah, but you're working from home. Yeah, but I'm I'm working. working I'm doing Streamcast. I'm doing Red Devil's Advocate. I barely have enough time to sleep. So (laughs) there's no time, literally. Like, if we cancelled streaming for like two weeks, I could maybe get the game through. But... Yeah, there's no time for that. Building the brand. So um, maybe I, mean, I will force my stream. I was going to say, maybe I'll force myself to play Final Fantasy. Maybe I'll stream it. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so that game is just sitting there. Um, I played Last of Us Part 2. It was a fantastic game. Um, very controversial. Many different reasons um, on the game, outside of the game, in the studio, outside of the studio. Ghost of Tsushima, one of those games as well. And then Four Guys. Four Guys is such a banging game. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If I had to pick one game, it's going to have to go to The Last of Us 2. But, like, the games I've mentioned, I am so happy. And I wish one of those... I wish all of those games get the roses they deserve. It's all good wishing, but, you know, it's up to the voters to decide what they enjoyed most. So I'm going to ask you two questions. And, yeah, I just... I want to see where your head's at. Mm. What is your pick for game of the year? And what game do you actually think is going to win game of the year? Always oh, some great questions. Uh, my pick for game of the year is going to be Ghost of Tsushima. Um, Jin Sakai's performance was amazing. He commanded every room he stepped into. Uh, like the voice actor they got for him was absolutely perfect. That's another category, but I'm not going to divert right now. Um, and the game that I think is gonna win genuinely because it's 90% like Jura and then 10% like 
the rest of us online. I think it's gonna be The Last of Us Two. Ooh, okay. Yeah, just because it's it's a good game. Um, me personally, I it's not for me, but I see its strong points. So, for example, like you mentioned earlier, a great point. It's not about the clickers. When people talk about this game, they don't talk about the clickers. They talk about the the exchanges between people. And in a weird way, in a sad way, actually, it it reflects life just a tiny bit, just a little bit, because the shit that they're going through, we're not going through the same shit, but it, it's, it's, it's pretty down because, like, you know, we're trapped inside. We can't do much. Um and if you go to Jacksonville, they're trapped because of all the clickers, etc. There's this, there's this literal disease, this virus that is trying to to kill the world. And instead of, you know, like using a mask to protect you, you've got to get a flipping shotgun and fight rat kings, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's very bleak, and these times have been very bleak as well. Uh, and the Last of Us in terms of games is the best example of what humans do when things are bleak it's it's shown us you know the relationships between people so for example with with abby you can tell that she had a family you can tell everyone loved each other like the first time you see these people they're beating up joel spitting on him um treating him like a piece of shit. and do you know what he is he 100% is, but that's their perspective. Um, and the perspective is such a big thing. Uh, and in terms of like realism, Last of Us 2 gets it. Animal Crossing, nope. Doom, nope. Final Fantasy, nope. Ghost, sort of, because, I mean, Jin is a man of the people and he does what's right for the people. Uh, and then his uncle is the government, and the government do what they think is right for the people. Um, and in this game, that's not the case. Jin is right, not his uncle. Um, Hades, I, I mean, that's that's God's no. Uh, Last of Us Two is is what people would do. Um, there's no superhero. There's no greater goal to achieve. It's just social dynamics, really, um, with some clickers involved. Because when you, because you get, because the Seraphites and the WLF, they're the biggest problems. Like, I know it sounds bad, but you can just leave the clickers because, like, you don't have to bother them. Like, the world has gotten to this weird point, like, where, um, oh, what's it called? You know when, like, in the stock markets, when, like, everything's volatile and then, like, it, it smooths out, like, the market just kind of equates or... You know what? Forget that. When supply meets demand, basically, and everything levels out, um, that's what's happened in Last of Us too. Like, you've got Jacksonville that doesn't need to integrate with the clickers. Like, everyone's kind of made things work. Um, man, I've gone too far with this example. I'm losing my point. But basically, um, it's not about the clickers. The clickers, they, they could, everyone could live their lives and never like meet a clicker again. It's the fact that they want to like get revenge and travel the world and do this and do that. That's the only reason why the clickers are involved in the second game because like to them, their revenge is more important than their own safety to them. Um, like, you know, just 
for even with Joel, the travelers who were selling their wares, like just just doing human things supersedes like having the clickers like stop what you're doing. I'm rambling, but basically <laughs> the, the thing about The Last of Us 2 that makes it so good is if humans are put in the situation, the things that we've seen is exactly what would happen. Um and, and I think they've got it down like amazingly. It's it's a really good game. Um because it mimics what we would actually do in that situation. No one's a hero. No one's being self-righteous. No one's trying to be self-righteous. Manny, who I fucking hate because he spat on Joel, I really liked him when we were playing as Abby because with all this shit going on, he's got a little, little love nest somewhere where he's fucking birds. And I'm just like, really, mate? The world's dying around you and you want to make time for this. I respect that. Um, I mean, so, yeah. Clapping cheeks in the in this pandemic, like um, Owen and Mel were expecting a baby, so humans will as humans will. <laughs> the humans just find a way to continue. Um, yeah. yeah, I think The Last of Us Two is, so, is going to win. Yeah. You think Last of Us and, Two? Will win? Yeah, it's done a lot. Like accessibility is there. A good story is there. Um, the gameplay, I can't speak on that, but you seem to to sing its praises. I want to take your word on that. It's there, like, yeah, it's all here in this game. So I, I think I'm the opposite to you, actually. So oh, okay. I was to say my pick for game of the year is The Last of Us Two. Yeah, but I actually think Ghost of Tsushima will win game of the year, mm-hmm. and that's just because there's less controversy around the game. The game is actually fun to play. Because um, while The Last of Us 2 it doesn't have anything that makes it a bad game, playing the game induces a lot of stress because, because of its realism, you feel all of the pain of the player you are playing as, whether that be Ellie or Abby, you feel all of the hate they feel, you feel scared, you feel the stress because you say the clickers don't matter, but they really do because b- between the places that they're going to, they encounter clickers. When you go outside of your safe town, your safe zone, you you uh, have to fight clickers. Clickers were, throughout the game, back to front. It's just because the human elements were so powerful that they overtook what the clickers were but they were there throughout the game and you had to fight them as you did in the first game and you had to develop new strategies because there were new forms of clickers in that game so i think that all of that made for a very stressful game almost a horror game like you know others like outlast so when i finished playing the last of us 2 i breathed a massive sigh of relief because i was done with the game i had Done it, I was not going for the plat. I'd gone from beginning to end and I was satisfied with that. Whereas with Ghost, I'm enjoying playing that game. And even though there are some scary moments when it comes to uh, multiple enemies or you have to clear out a camp or you have to uh, stealthily go through a camp, I'm still having fun. Even when I fail, even when I lose, when I die, I'm having fun. And I enjoy the game so much that I'm platting it. So there is the difference between the two games there i've said it before one is a better game objectively but the other is a more fun game and i think ghost will win game of the year because (laughs) it has gotten into less trouble and it's a happier game Uh, i mean like 
getting into trouble isn't necessarily bad for a game. Now look at Sega. Uh, they were just having pop shots at Nintendo back in the day and just being the bad and boy. And where are Sega now? I mean, back then it worked. It worked. Okay. And then they fudged it. What you're telling me is the equivalent to Jay-Z and Nas. They had their beef and one of them won. But where's that one now? Cool. All, um, all I mean... <laughs> No, because you can tell me about Nintendo and Sega, but look, you can't tell me about Nintendo and Sega now. I mean, Sega did what? I mean, they watched it. They watched it. In in that moment, I mean, in that moment, not as a whole, just in that moment. Sega was a moment brand. Nintendo was a lifetime brand, and that is the difference between the two. And that is why people still play Nintendo consoles, and people play Sega games on Nintendo consoles. Nintendo won that. But <laughs> they're making money, so it doesn't matter. So we're gonna go through a little bit of prediction warfare. This oh, will be we'll on, more or less spoiler. Alert, we're yeah. both wrong. Animal Crossing wins game of the year. I don't know how I'd feel about that. <laughs> like I would have, I would have literally, I would have very much been angry if God of War didn't win game of the year in 2018. I would have been pissed off. So I don't know how I'm gonna feel this year. So fair, yeah. fair, fair. So we're gonna do a bit of prediction warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing to it really. We're just gonna say what game we think is gonna win, and uh, yeah. So for game of the year, I've put Ghost of Tsushima for me and Last of Us Two for Isaac. Mm-hmm. Uh, next is best game direction, which is between. Ooh, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half-Life, Alex, and The Last of Us Part Two. Um, and to be clear, the best game direction is awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Oh, a lot of big words. Mm-hmm. Think, what game do you think is winning that? We're going to try and blitz through these, so we're just going to say which game. Oh, blitz. All right, we don't have the time to go through each of the games. Half-Life has, you know, a big fan base in itself, but we're just going to go through best game direction. I am going to go for Hades. I'm thinking Hades as well, just because, like, I like the other games, but I don't think they've brought anything new to the table. They're just great games. Yeah, and the whole, like, death become making you better mechanic, I think is going to stand out in that award. I mean that's a that's a that's the thing of roguelikes, but yeah, I think it, they they marry the 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 reason the gameplay and the story quite well. So yeah, yeah. Okay, next up, best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. So here we have Thirteen Sentinels, Aegis Rim, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, and The Last of Us Part Two. Might I add, The Last of Us Part 2 running with it, with 11 nominations. We'll see how many they win. Isaac, what's your shout here? Uh, I'm torn between Hades and Last of Us 2, because I haven't played Hades. So I think I might just have to give it to Last of Us 2, just because, I mean, it was so polarizing. I'm going to give it to The Last of Us 2 as well. Um, I just think in terms of the story, it is untouchable. I think they've done such a great job with it. And 
it's not just that it's a good story. It's that they were so brave in what they did because they knew this was going to ruffle feathers. They went against what the safe option was. You know, Joel yeah. and Eddie become older and stronger and Abby That's is an and they kill off Abby and everyone lives happy ever after and blah, you know, that was the safe option. And they just didn't do that. They're just like, mm. no, that's, that's not what we're doing here. And if you don't like it, suck it. Mm. Can I just add to that? Like literally it took a whole game for, I mean, obviously you probably liked Joel and Ellie from before the end of the game, but last of us won a whole game. Abby had half a game and like, I fully resonate with Abby as much as I resonate with Ellie. Um, and that's not because Ellie was a piece of... Not a piece of shit in this game. Um, but, like, Ellie... Sorry, not Ellie. Abby did a lot to to get on the same level as Ellie. I hate the fact the names are so similar. Abby did a lot to get on the same level as Ellie in half a game. Like, because Ellie had one and a half games, Abby only had half a game to do that. And she did it. Uh, so it's a testament to their writing and, like... The parallels between the characters. I do think that revenge is one of the easiest stories to tell as well. So it is very um, easy for players and people who aren't even playing, but people observing the story to resonate with Abby's uh, motive. But it's not just revenge. That's the thing. Because at one point, Abby says to Ellie, you've killed all my friends and everyone I love, which Ellie successfully did. In a sense, Ellie did get her revenge um no, abby abby revenge for abby abby's revenge no 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 because like abby gets her revenge but what i mean is abby says to ellie you've killed all my friends etc yeah. because ellie tommy etc like everyone dies everyone that abby wait hold on i probably sorry you probably did correct me yeah, like, <laughs> <Abby and Ellie laughs> I mean, like uh, revenge for joel oh. but then there's revenge throughout the whole game because i'm i'm saying what you said but like like Ellie kills off a lot of Abby's yeah. friends, comrades. That's what so I mean. Like, yeah. Abby's revenge there is like very easy to resonate with, which is why she only needed half a game because you see Abby's friends die as you play the game. Yeah, and like Abby, but that's the thing. Like it's not just revenge because Abby says this, but even as Abby says this, you've killed all my friends and everyone I love. She has the chance to kill Ellie and just lets her go because. I don't know if this is a maturity thing or she understands that she's caused Ellie so much pain as well, but she's she's yeah. she's willing to forgive this and let it go, which is a big thing because she has no one left. She has Lev. And yeah, all right, Lev is cool. Don't get me wrong, but she barely knows Lev. Lev isn't someone that she's had a relationship with. Lev isn't someone that she's kind of grown up with and like trained with. Lev is just this new person that and they've come together through these weird unfortunate circumstances um she just let her be go and i think that's amazing and then even at the end when like you know they have their fight abby's like i don't want to fight you i'm done i'm done with this um and it's such a mature like stance to take i don't know i just i just really liked abby uh, towards the end of the game and I'm yeah. very surprised I did because I fucking hated her at the start of the game and I wanted to rip her fucking head off <laughs> uh, best art direction for it is. creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation Hades but I think Ori and the Will of the Wolves was going to win it but Hades 
Ghosts for me. Really? Ghosts. Why? Because it's the best looking game I've ever played. Uh, it's no, it's not that good looking. Hades it's a nice game. Hades isn't better than it, in my opinion. Yeah, but there's nothing original about the way it goes. It's just like a triple A beautiful looking game, like an Assassin's Creed or something. Or like it's it's not. Nah, nah, I don't know. Nah, nah, sorry, Ghost. I don't think Ghost should win that. I'm, <laughs> I'm against that. No, I think Ori or Hades yeah. should win it. No, I don't care. I think no. Ghost should win it. No, no, no. Right, let's move on to best score in music. Um, for outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. Okay, that's an interesting description. Uh, Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, and The Last of Us Part Two. Where are you going with music? I'm going to pass. I don't know enough about these games to say anything. Wait, what we just said, we're going to give a shout in all of these categories. So give a shout. Uh, <laughs> give I a shout. <laughs> And I got a pass. I, I can't honestly give like a say, even if it's just third. Nah, nah, pass. Oh my god, because, nah, why can't I pass? I'm gonna pass because we agreed to do this. <laughs> yeah, but pass is always an option. Uh, what do you do like if you're on a game show and it's like I need an answer? Pass, yeah, but there's no money in the line. Who cares? <laughs> Wait, is there money in the line right now? Am I, am I gonna I, there's no money on the line in a game show? There is money on the line, which is why you pass. Mm, there are stakes right. to a game show. That's not <laughs> fair. Fair. Right, in that case, I'm going to go with Final Fantasy, uh, Final okay. Fantasy VII because I like two of the songs, Warfare and Fanfare. I think it's called Warfare. Warfare and Fanfare. Fanfare is real. I know Fanfare is a, a name, but you know the song that plays when they're fighting. Dun 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 I think it's Fight On or something. Um, I'm going Final Fantasy VII Remake as well, just because of I played the original Final Fantasy VII game, and I really liked a lot of the music in that game, and I like their reimagining of those original soundtrack. And yeah, I cannot lie; those songs are hype. I think it's called just called Fighting. Yeah, it's just called Fighting. Okay, uh, so. The, have we done best audio uh, design? I know we did score and music. Doing that now. Best audio design, recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. So I like the description there because it's a clear definition as to why this is different to best score and music. This is more SFX. Mm -hmm. um, where are you going here? Doom Eternal, Half-Life Addicts, Ghost of Tsushima, Resident Evil 3, and The Last of Us Part 2. I'm just going to go with Ghost. I played it, I loved it, and all the sounds feared. Fair enough. I'm going to go with Last of Us 2 because I was impressed with how they interpreted all the sounds. So, um, where did you go, Ghost, right? Yeah, yeah, Ghost, Ghost, Ghost. Little stuff, for example, dragging someone through grass, crawling through grass, um, the dog picking up your scent, killing someone and then having someone else find the body and they, they scream the person's name. Oh, really, really well done by you know all of the engineers there. So I think that Last of Us Two deserves it. I think I whether it wins it or not, I'm not too fussed. But I do think that they are a good shout for that category. They definitely deserve to be there. Fair, nice, nice. Oh, here is a good one. Best performance. 
Ooh. Awarded to an individual for voice over acting, motion, and or performance capture. And this is, I think, the only category where Miles Morales gets a shout. Naji Jeta, I hope I pronounced that right. As Can I just say something really quickly? Like, I feel really bad for Insomniac because Miles Morales, from what I've seen, is a great game. Spider-Man yeah. is a great game. But it, they create these great games, but they release them in years where other banging games exist as well. Any other year, like, yeah, win all the awards. But their timing has been terrible. I, I think Miles Rise is a bit of a different one for me because, like, it's a nine-hour game. I don't agree that it would win Game of the Year in any other year. It's more of DLC, and I think that Insomniac control when their games release, so I don't have any pity for that. I don't know about that. But yeah, I see your point. I, see your I, point. I mean, someone controls when it comes out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> up in November and go, okay, we're going to release it now. Yeah, all right, fair enough, fair enough. But well, you know, yeah. these things right. the game awards is every December. So if you release your game in November, you're not getting a good shout. They know this. Marvel Spider Man, I agree with you on, but this mm. game, no, it's not that good. Like, I haven't played it yet. I'm gonna get it at some point, and from what I've seen, it just looks amazing. It just looks like more of 2018 Spider Man, it just looks breathtaking. Is it nine hours and just not that great? No, it's great. It's just nine hours. Uh, uh, okay, fair uh, The rest of the performers, <laughs> Logan Cunningham as Hades, Daisuke Suji as Jin Sakai in Ghost of Tsushima, Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part 2, and Ashley Johnson as Ellie in The Last of Us 2. There's some heavy hitters there. Who's your vote for? Or should I go first this time? Because you've gone first a lot of times, I think. Yeah, you can go first. Yeah, I'll go first. I'm, torn. I'm going Daisuke. Oh, that's... Uh, mm. I'm going Daisuke. I think he was fantastic. Even though I chose the Japanese voice track, I do think he did such a good job. that. Wait, didn't he do the Japanese uh, no, version? He... He's English. As you had Nakai did the Japanese one. We talked about Yes. That. Okay, okay. Do you know what? In yeah, I, ooh, hold on. I need to search the man's face. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not confident with that one. I might Wait, didn't he just do the um, the the face yeah, stuff? He was the face, and he was the voice as well. Was he the voice as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he looks exactly like Jin. Yeah, that's where they got the oh. face from. Yeah. That PlayStation oh, with his hair back. Oh, this looks so good. What's your chat, man? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, here's the thing. I want to go Daisuke, but I've only played the Japanese voice track, so this makes my decision a lot easier. I'm gonna go with Laura Bailey as Abby. Ooh. and she would deserve it as well. She got a lot of unwarranted abuse for her role. Yeah, people are idiots. People are dumb. They can't separate the actor from the performance. Ah, well, next up is Games for Impact. For a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. This is going to be an interesting one. If found... Don't any of these. Kentucky Route Zero, Spiritfarer, Tell Me Why, Through the Darkest of Times. I'm going to go with Tell Me Why. So, I mean... 
tell me why. Because like that's the only one I know. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, um, I know that had a really good uh, story, uh, a good message, I should say. So I'm gonna go with that, and I don't really know about any of the others. There's so many games. So many games. Uh, best ongoing awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that of player experience over time. I want to guess. You're gonna guess. Yeah, I want to have a guess. I'm gonna guess for impact. Uh, you know what? Let's go with Kentucky. I like the art a little bit. We're gonna go with that. We're writing these down. Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. Art, even though it's an impact category. That's fair. Yes. Yes. Best ongoing game, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. I'm going to go with Fortnite just because Kratos is in it now. I don't play these games. He is. Yes, he is. You can now play as Kratos on an Xbox if you have Fortnite. It's a bit mad. Wait, can you? I thought it was just PlayStation exclusive. Was it everywhere? Yeah, I think they got... uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, Corey Barlog wanted him to be playable on Xbox, I think, so... Yeah. Okay, sweet. Which is really nice. I'm gonna go for that as well because why wouldn't you? <laughs> it's just it's like the game right now, so it would be silly for me not to go with it. Mm-hmm. An interesting category: best indie for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. Wow. Okay, you got Carrion, Four Guys, Hades, Spelunky Two, and Spiritfarer. You know a couple of these games. You can make a shout, Isaac. Yeah, I'm definitely going to shout. Do you want to go first or am I? I don't mind going first. I'm going to go four guys because I love that game. Nice. Not anymore, but I love that game <laughs> at one point. <laughs> I'm going to go with Hades because I think that's a game I'm going to continue to love. And at the one point play. At one point play, yes. All right, cool. <laughs> um, I, know, I haven't played it. Best mobile game for the best game playable on a mobile device. Oh, I wonder what your shout will be here. Among oh, us, I wonder. Call of Duty Mobile, Genshin Impact, Legends of Run, Rune Terror, and Pokemon Cafe Mix. You're obviously going for Cafe Mix, right? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Fucking yeah. hate the idea of that. I was pissed when I said it. <laughs> I'm going to go with Among Us. That's kind of cool that Among Us is being nominated two years after release. Yeah, I think that's dope. Um, that's really cool. Oh, uh, uh, but I think a lot of peer players actually play on the PC, so yeah. Well, it, it does mm. have cross-platform, and you can play on your mobile. So it's, uh, I think that's allowed. I think that's very yeah. much allowed. I can't lie, I've been Among Us as well, even though I'm yeah, boy, game, like it's got such a great impact that it's undeniable, like Ooh. Fortnite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, now we're getting to the, the, the more niche categories. Best community support of recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity and game updates and patches. Hmm. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, for Guys, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, and Valorant. Uh, where are you going with this? No Man's Sky did a lot. Um... Because they they've had to just overhaul their game. Because when it came out, people weren't happy. 
but I think I'm gonna have to go with four guys because the guy, the guy, girl, whoever that runs their Twitter on job. Um, and you know, I wanted inverted controls, got inverted controls, controls. Um, the pool, um, the power. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're updating, they're, they've got like updates, etc. I just I have to go with four guys for me personally. Yeah, I'm going for guys as well because that social media person is the best. <laughs> That's the best use of social media for a game I've ever seen. I, oh. I can't disagree. Up oh, next, best VR slash AR for the best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality, irrespective of platform. Dreams, Half-Life Alex, Iron Man VR, Squ- Star Wars Squadrons, and The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners. I'm going Dreams. Uh, I'm going to go with Iron Man VR just because I played it and I didn't hate it. That is a fantastic why you've set. And Thank you. I, I have nothing more to say. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Uh, innovation in accessibility. I think we know what our shouts are here. Recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. Now, before we start shouting our shouts, there are quite a few good games in here. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Grounded, Hyperdot, The Last of Us Part Two, and Watch Dogs Legion. Watch Dogs Legion had a very good accessibility mode as well. I noted that. But where are you going, Isaac? Uh, do you know what? In that case, I will go with The Last of Us 2 unless you think it's something else. In that case, I'm going to go with what you think. Just no. because... <laughs> I can't speak on that. No, no, it's not even about like competition or anything because like, from what I've seen of Last of Us 2, like, it's amazing. And if you think that something else is better, then chances are it probably is because this isn't a case of opinion. It's a case of, you know, letting people be able to play the game um, as many people as possible. And if, if you think a game does it better than Last of Us 2, which I think has done a very good job, then I'm, I'm going to have to go with that choice. I'm not trying to steal your answer, but it's, it's not an opinion thing. It's just what yeah. it is. That's fair. Um, I'm going to say Last of Us 2 anyway, because I do think overall it did the most for um accessibility like we already talked about it at length earlier just like even little stuff as you know text font um colors um, and even in the Derek story you know it, representing all different types of abilities and peoples and backgrounds and lifestyles so i think last of us 2 should take it i would be surprised if it doesn't but you know watchdogs legion and valhalla have got very good shouts for being the best game in that category. Best action for the best game in the action genre, focused primarily on combat. Now that's interesting. Okay, Doom Eternal, Hades, Half-Life, Alex, Neo 2, and Streets of Rage 4. Where you going, Isaac, with this? This is such a tough one. A part of me feels like Doom might take it just because just because of its pedigree. Like um, I know it's very like action-oriented. Uh from Hades, from what I've seen, it seems to have like quite a deep uh, combat system, and obviously because it's a um, oh, is it is it a roguelike? Is it a dungeon crawl? I can't remember what it's it's called. Um, but it's along the same vein as uh, Into the Gungeon. Um, so games like that always have like a really good like action system. 
can't speak on Half-Life, Neo 2, I've I've seen people play and just cry. Um, there's yeah. One. Yeah. And the Streets of Rage 4, you speak so highly of that. Uh, so, do you know what? Do you know, just because it's the game that I'm going to play and I'd like the look of the most, I'm going to go with Hades. Just because, go on, Hades. Go on, Hades. Go on. I yeah. am going for Streets of Rage 4, just because. Mm-hmm. I think it's the only category it's in, which is, I understand, like, the games this year have been so good that, I can't knock yeah. it. I can't, you know, what can I say? Like, but it's I, a good list. I would, I would love for this game to get something. I, yeah, I, I just, I just call it favoritism, call it whatever you like. I just want it. I, <laughs> I want it to win something. No, uh, best action adventure for the best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Okay, well, that is interesting. I like that they put the description there, a clear distinction from best action game. You've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man Miles Morales, I was wrong, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and The Last of Us Part Two. Of course, Jedi Fallen Order came out last year, but it missed the cutoff, so it's in this year's mm-hmm. games. Um, I feel this award will go to the game that doesn't win Game of the Year. So uh, I'm going to go with The Last of Us 2. Here's my thing, though. Were there a lot of puzzles in The Last of Us 2? There were a couple, but I wouldn't say there was that much. Well, it's also about traversal as well. So there's a lot of that. Yeah. It's it's just that puzzle thing that's throwing me through a loop. Um... But you know what? I'm gonna go with Ghost of Tsushima again because I enjoy it. <laughs> like the jury, is, like it, it's just words at the end of the day. The jury's gonna pick whichever game they like the most. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I like to think some thought goes into it. Some, some modicum of thought. Yeah, maybe. Best role-playing game. Oh, okay. Final Fantasy VII remake. Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, Yakuza Like a Dragon. For the best game designed with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences. I think you're more of an RPG guy than me. Not in this case. Um, Do you know what the weird thing is? I wanted to play Final Fantasy VII and just never got around to it. Wanted to play Genshin Impact, never got around to it. I don't think I will. I've wanted to play Persona 5, haven't got around to it. I want to play Yakuza Like a Dragon, haven't got around to it. Haven't heard of Wasteland. Um, And this is a weird one, because what was that description again? Uh, Role-playing. For the best game designed with rich uh, player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experience. Just from that description alone, I think Persona might take it. Ooh, okay. I feel like it's got the most like customization, and people seem to absolutely just love it. And it's it's got its own like because you play as I think you're in like high school or something, and then you go into like a dream world, and you have to like stop crimes in the real world by going into people's heads. I think and using personas to fight ideals. I might have completely butchered how that is, but I know it's. It's a big game and people love it. And I think it might be Persona 5. I don't think Final Fantasy 7 quite gets the description perfectly, in my opinion. Completely fair. I'm going with Final Fantasy 7 Remake, though, because I like the game. I like that game the most out of all of those games on that list. None of those other games look at or appealing to me. 
I'm not an RPG guy, so yeah, what do mm. I know? I love your reasoning. I love your reasoning for that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not, I like it. It should win. I, I like this game, so it should win. Yeah. I'll give it that one. Now, here's a category that I'm into. Best fighting game for the best game designed primarily around head-to-head combat. Okay, we've got Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate Edition, Street Fighter V Champion Edition, One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows, and Under Night in Birth EXE Late. Oh my god, I don't know any of these apart from the main two. What kind? This was a this was this was a quiet year for fighting games, you know. I'm realizing it's now. One Punch Man, a good game. I looked at it and I was like, oh nah, I'm good. This was a quiet year for fighting games. <laughs> no, that like, makes sense. Like, 2019, you had um, Mortal Kombat 11. Mm-hmm. That's when it came out, and then 2018, you had Dragon Ball Fighters. And this year we were meant to get Guilty Gear Strive, so it's it's been difficult. Like we're getting new editions of games that came out in previous years. That's where you know they should have just not had the award this year. I, I think that's fine though, just purely because like it, it just shows that fighting games are good. Like they they don't need more coming out. If that makes sense, what we have is good. But this doesn't upset me that much. I'm it's fine. Me. Oh, so you, you want like, a whole new game that you need to like learn? No, no. I mean, like, I am surprised that these are the games that are going up for the award. I mean, is there anything else that you put on this list? Not at the top of my head. Mate, but, like my issues with people making games. <laughs> uh, um, I don't want to give it to Street Fighter Five personally. I'm going to go Mortal Kombat Eleven. That's cool. I will give it to. I will probably give it to Mortal Kombat as well, just because I like what they've done with incorporating um, the Joker, Robocop, and the Terminator as DLC. I think that was really impressive. I, I really like those moves. Rambo's coming too. I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You're wrong. No, I think you're right. I remember that. Really All nice. right. On to the yes, next. Yes, yes, yes. Best family for the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. This is a really nice category because you know the family often gets forgotten about when you know mm. you're like an adult a content creator you're talking about me myself i um and you don't really put yourself in the viewpoint of parents or of children who need to play games as well games are for everyone so we've got animal crossing new horizons crash bandicoot 4 it's about time four guys mario kart live home circuit minecraft dungeons and paper mario the origami king I'm gonna say Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> At the same Animal time, Crossing. Going Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. Animal Crossing. There we go. Honestly, uh, I don't see what else is taking it. Like Animal Crossing has had such an impact that we talked about it earlier today. Now you want to play the game, but like <laughs> we could argue that it's game of the year. So I think that says a lot. Yeah, hundred percent. Best sim strategy game, best game focused on real-time or turn-based simulation or strategy gameplay, irrespective of platform. Crusader Kings 3, Desperados 3, Gears Tactics, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and XCOM Chimera Squad. I'm going Flight Simulator. I'm going XCOM. Okay. I've heard of it before. I know it's a, a big thing. I know it's quite a good game. It's another one of 2K's um, more well-known franchises. Mm. So I won't be mad if it wins it. 
Best sports racing game. Oh, yes. For the best traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game, Dirt 5, F1 2020, FIFA 21, NBA 2K21, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. I'm going Tony Hawk. Do you know what? I wanted to go Tony Hawk, but just before this pod, I was at some mates and we were playing FIFA. I don't even like FIFA that much. No, I don't like football that much, but FIFA is a different bag because... Get the boys around, play some FIFA. It's always fun. It's Are always you going fun. basic bitch? Pun? Are you going basic bitch? <laughs> no, no, no. Context time. Context. Have you know? Have you know? Put it, put it. Um, like years ago, uh, when we were made to like more time and we'd play FIFA, it, it was a strange anomaly when we played. Yeah. You either got battered 5-1 or it was like, you know, nil-nil or like 1-1. Like, if you were to win a game, it would be 5-1. If you were to lose a game, it would be 5-1. And that curse came back today um, because my mate's little brother joined us. Uh, He's in his 20s. He's in his 20s, all right? So he's not like some kid. I know this. Um, And and the curse came back and I got bad 5-1. Yeah. And we're all chatting for it. We're like, it's happening. It's happening. I was like, no, it's I know it, yeah. And it happened. I was pissed. But it was a good time. It was a good time. So, because I don't even... I hate the fact that FIFA haven't brought back flipping uh, FIFA Street and they've given us Volta instead of FIFA Street. But just for the enjoyment, I've gotten out of FIFA. And we were playing FIFA 20, not even FIFA 21. But I'm going to give it to FIFA. As soon as you said, little brother, I knew what was coming. You're, you're losing. You're L's, bro. L's. But as soon as you talk about younger siblings and FIFA, you take L's. Just take, just, yeah. just, just take it. Just take it. Oh, <laughs> why has this happened? <laughs> Best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game, genre, or platform. And we got Animal Crossings, New Horizons, Among Us, Call of Duty, Warzone, Four Guys, and Valorant. That is quite a tasty category, to be fair. Strong lineup. That is that is uh, yeah, that is arguably one of the more interesting categories. I'd like to see which one wins that actually. Mm, I thought they all it. You could argue that yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say I can't four speak guys. Much Valorant, but yeah, you've gone four guys. I'm gonna go Among Us. Yeah, that makes sense. We've had tons of fun on those games respectively and yeah i won't be mad if either game wins it okay so this is one that isn't on the website best debut game carrion mortal shell raji and ancient epic rocky and phasmophobia so this is what i assume to be the best first ip game for a studio so mm. you know like uh um oh actually it might not be for a studio. It might be for a series of games. It might be just the, the best so. first game in a series. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Have you played it yet? By the way, I have not. <laughs> I want to uh, stream it. I really want to stream okay. it. It's another um, Hades thing. It's a bit of a Hades thing, and it's a different mythology altogether. I'm I'm really okay. interested in that because. I love Greek mythology, but so does everyone else. So I, I really want more mythologies to come to light. Like, just play with it a bit, you know? Like, there's more than one mythology out there. What about I you, right? 
you make a really good point. I was going to go Mortal Shell, but that's only because it's got Dark Souls-like elements. And with it's, it's different with Hades and all the other games I haven't played, but if I wanted to play Mortal Shell, I would have got it by now and actually played it. I guess I just don't want to play more Dark Souls games. I played Dark Souls, I played Sekiro, I want to play Bloodborne, but one of those things is enough. Yeah. Um, so I think I might leave Mortal Shell. And you've made a really good point about Raji. I think Plasmophobia is meant to be a little bit like um, like Among Us. But I don't, you know, I want to go Raji as well because I love mythology. And if it is yeah. new mythology, you know what? I'm going for Raji. All right. We're both going for Sweet. Raji there. Yeah, you swayed me. <laughs> now, here's an interesting one Content Creator oh. of the Year for a streamer or content creator who has made an voted. important and positive impact on the community the in 2020. And yeah, we've got quite the list here. Alana Pierce, Jayanne Lopez, Nick Kolchev, Tim Bittar, Rachel Hofstetter. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to make any bones about this. I'm voting for Jay. Yep, Jay. Yeah, no brainer. If you're listening to this pod, if you're watching this video, if you come across Streamcast in any type of way, we're going to tell you to vote for Jay. Like, we, I'm trying to be as impartial as possible, but... We, we know Jay, she's cool. She's an amazing person. And everything she's done this year has been amazing. She's got such a positive impact. She did Gamer Girls Night In along with Steph at Naysago, who we also know quite well. So Jay has done quite a lot for the black community in the UK and in the US. And I think that <clears throat> with everything that's gone on this year, a focus needs to be put on black people in a positive light because it's so easy and for so many years it's been negative whenever black people are in are in the spotlight it's because of stupidity or for parody reasons but now for unironic positive reasons black people are in the spotlight and i think you know if you vote for anyone vote for jay here like if, if you vote on any of these categories make sure you vote for her like she's amazing and shout out to black girl gamers so we're both going jay mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun fact, uh Andy met his babes at one of Jay's events too. <laughs> That's true, actually. It was past the pad. Past the pad. Yeah. 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 And um, now he passes her his pad every night. <laughs> right. Most anticipated game. Where are you going here? What's your actual shout? I don't really know. You said actual shout, so I gotta give it a think. Um I'm going God of War. You're going God of War. I'd go Breath of the Wild, but I haven't even finished the first game. Forbidden West, here's my problem. Horizon Zero Dawn was this massive, huge open world game. And like, for the first in the series that just came out of nowhere, I was like, yo, this is amazing. But if it's going to be more of the same, not in a bad way, but unless they're bringing it, because like the story, the game, it was just new, it was fresh. I didn't see the story coming and it made sense. I don't know how they're going to do more. With God of War, I don't know how they're going to do more, but they have they still have Odin that we haven't seen once. Thor is, you know, like we've seen him at the very end of the game. Um, and I'm excited for that. And there's still so much more mystery and intrigue. I don't think Horizon Zero Dawn finished with that mystery and intrigue, which is why I'm going God of War. Because Elden Ring, I don't even think it's coming out next year. Genuinely, I, I, it's not coming out next year. I, I don't think it is. God of War. I was very intrigued to see where you were going with it because, like, 
um there's so many good categories and like obviously both of our heart both of our hearts are like pulling different directions of all of these yeah. games so uh yeah it's it, it's a tight shout and last category for games player's voice doom eternal ghost of tsushima hades spider-man miles morales and the last of us part two i'm going for miles morales here when it says player's voice what what do they mean by that i what, think this is one that is okay let me look at the description 100% van voted award that had a free round nomination process that began with 30 games so it's, it's like the fans game of the year i guess no juries uh, okay oh and now you'll go for spider-man miles morales um for different reasons just because uh, i like what they did with little things like they had uh, sign language they had representation from from hispanic backgrounds from african backgrounds african-american backgrounds i like all of the culture and the diversity that game provides and i think that's why for me it's players voice game oh go sushima for me because i like it nice reasoning thank you i thought so too if you want to join in please let us know where your esports shouts are and yeah, just talk to us. Let us know what your shouts for each of these categories. Let us know what your game of the year prediction will be the all-important award. Thank you ever so much for joining us on this episode of Streamcast. This will likely be the last one of the year. So make sure you stay safe. Take care of your health. Take care of your family. Take care of everyone you love. Give that friend or family member a text. Give them a call. Let them know that you are there, you are around, that you love them. Don't let anyone go alone this Christmas. Make sure you have a great Christmas, everyone. And actually, let us know what your favorite ever Christmas present has been. Pull it in the YouTube comments, tweet us, send us on Instagram, let us know. I have been Zagreus. I've been Mewtwo. Excellent. And you can keep up with the conversation by following us on Twitter and Instagram at streamcast underscore. You can follow us on Twitch, streamcast TV. We are so proud of the community we've built on Twitch and we are looking forward to do more of the same in 2021. You can subscribe to us on YouTube, Streamcast. And we have obviously our podcast going out on everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you give us a listen and let us know what you think. Check out our website, thestreamcast.co.uk, where you can check out our latest blog posts and other stuff like that. Get to know us and what our favorite games are. It might help you with bingo when we stream. <laughs> Finally, we have our Patreon, which will be in the description, but it will be time for our monthly shout-outs right now. So shout-out to our official patrons, Spilt Milk Studios, and our early bird patrons, Melanin Gamers, two awesome, awesome platforms. Make sure you follow them on whatever platform you can. But that's it from me. That is it from Isaac. And until 2021, take care, stay gaming. And stay safe. <laughs>